Thank you for joining us Around the Fire. For more information or to make a donation, please visit randomactnetwork.com. Now, want to hear a scary story? Years ago, the church obtained a shack of a building formerly used to treat victims of the Spanish flu. It was known as a cursed site, the place of many tragedies, but the Overlook Institution opened under the evil eye of the Mother Superior, Sister Margaret Martin. Margaret had a furious temper, and most did what they could to avoid her path. This wasn't always possible, though, and she was known for her wicked punishments. The locals turned a blind eye to the place, as it was known to obscure the undesirables from society. They didn't care to question why most who went in never walked out, because they preferred it that way. Favorite victims included the usual targets, queer people, those with mental illness, disabilities, along with young unwed mothers and anyone else who could be rehabilitated or saved. Anyone who didn't fit the perfect society the conservative locals fantasized about. They didn't keep records, or if they did, they were never found. So no one knows how many people died there while Margaret was in charge. But the stories of her demonic deeds have not been forgotten. She loved sending poor souls down to the dark, disgusting basement for cleaning duty where they'd be forced to scrub the rotting floors and walls with bare hands for hours with almost no light. The basement was a former crematorium and morgue during the pandemic, and many believed unhappy spirits remained trapped there. That's not to mention the snakes, roaches, and other horrors that waited in the shadows. Sister Margaret was known to stand with her back to the basement door, smiling wide as a desperate voice begged for release from the other side. She also loved to force her victims up five stories to the water tower. The town had always struggled with dirty drinking water, so the local government added the tower and filter system to the property when the church expanded it. The pipes delivered water throughout the building just fine, but she'd force them to fill each bucket from the top of the tower, then bring them all the way down, earning a lashing for every spilled drop. But there were a few times when the lashings weren't enough, and Sister Margaret simply pushed her victims into the water while they filled their buckets. It was too deep to get out without help, and she'd watch with a devilish grin until the helpless form sunk to rest at the bottom of the tank. And in the following weeks, while others complained about smelly, foul water coming from the faucets, Sister Margaret would help herself to the private tank in her quarters, filled with clean water from the buckets carried down by those she punished. But her favorite form of torture was the worst, because it came with no warning at all. She was always armed with her rosary, with thick, cumbersome beads and a sharp metal cross at the end. And when overtaken with the most violent, evil fury, it was perfect for strangulation 
or forcing into her victims' mouths, gagging and choking them until they stopped breathing. The others who worked at the facility knew of her actions, but were powerless and feared becoming victims themselves. She controlled where they lived, what they ate, who they spoke to, and when. And there was nowhere to go if they attempted to escape on foot, as the closest neighbor was miles away. Sister Margaret's reign of evil lasted almost 30 years, until she welcomed a new patient unlike any who came before. One who refused her punishments and fought back. From here, the story splits into several versions, whether she was choked to death with her own rosary, pushed into the water tower, or left to die in the basement. But a small fire broke out at the back of the building, and many took this opportunity to escape the damned building's walls. When authorities arrived, they were horrified by the conditions inside, and the institution was immediately shuttered. But Sister Margaret was nowhere to be found. They searched for weeks, but never found a clue, and eventually called it off, insisting to the public that she died in the fire, and doing everything they could to downplay the rumors of poisoned water and torturous acts. In 1952, a cosmetics company converted the building into a factory, but Margaret's shadow never left. Rumors spread that she was a demon in disguise, one who remained close, ready to punish anyone who dared speak ill of her. Others insisted she was simply an evil person in a position of power, who did horrible things because nobody stopped her. Many years later, the factory had a fire of its own, and a crumbling wall revealed the mummified body of a woman. Some might be comforted to know that the DNA confirmed Sister Margaret's final resting place was within the building. Less comforting, though, is that testing revealed that she didn't die the night of the fire in 1950. Sister Margaret Martin had been murdered decades before, as early as 1923, the year the church took possession of the building. <laughs>